celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas. The Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Las Vegas, the longest running local racing show in the country. Now, out of the gate and off and running, here's your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf flow, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Alrighty, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program on this almost Friday, Thursday, Race Day Las Vegas radio program. We come to you live and direct from the gaming capital of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada, right here at our studio station, our home base, Sports Talk 1400 AM in Las Vegas, where it's cooling off a little. Yeah, it is, as we uh, approach the weekend here. 79 degrees right now here in Las Vegas, I know. But when you're talking about it, it was like 90 just a day or two ago in the morning at this time. It's now 79. And we're not going to pass 100 today. 97 degrees we're going to top out at. Topping out 97. Now there are, they say, storm clouds hovering around Las Vegas. And so, as a result of that, we might have some rain coming in here, you know, that uh, summertime stuff. But uh, they say only 34% of it throughout the day, today. But uh, that cools off things a little bit. So we're going to be uh, ho- uh, topping off at 97 today. Then we get back over 100 Friday, Saturday, Sunday, over the weekend. We start out uh, tomorrow with 102 top off. And we'll top off at 106 on Saturday and 108 on Sunday. So... Uh, just uh, keep an eye on everybody out there as far as the heat and all that stuff and stay hydrated, okay? Uh, as far as the COVID thing's concerned, we did have a little peak, 447 overnight in Nevada, positives. Our infection right now has creeped up to 4% in Nevada, 4.2% in Clark County, where Las Vegas and the Strip is at. So be careful out there. If you haven't got it vaccinated, just get it done. All righty. Anyhow, the weather, uh, that's the weather here in Las Vegas, where we emanate and originate all the race day shows from the studios over the airways, Sports Talk, 1400 AM. So if you're listening here, that's, uh, that's the way the, the deal's going to work out today as far as the weather is concerned. No wind out there, though. Sun is shining, sky is blue, ground is dry. And if you're listening to us uh, worldwide on our many different delivery and simulcast and uh, streaming systems like our websites, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global, your iPhone or your Android with your phone apps, the KSHP phone apps that you can get at your phone app store so you can hear us on your devices like now. And, of course, anywhere you get your podcasting, we're there. Punch us in on our podcast. So however, wherever, whenever you get us, welcome to the show today. All right, uh, across the nation, 
up and down the entire California Pacific coast, it's clear as a bell. The Gulf Coast is starting to clear up a little, a little bit of action. That's off east of the Atlantic coast by now. And as far as uh, the New York City, etc., and up there in Canada where we have uh, Tommy coming on board in a couple of minutes, Tommy Massas, uh, looks like it's pretty good weather there. So the only really big bugaboo is uh, over uh, Missouri and, and Iowa. A lot of rain and stuff going on there. Otherwise, looks pretty good across the country. Last night, they had a big night of racing at Canterbury uh, Park. Six stakes races. It was fun to listen to the announcer and watch the races there. The uh, Curtis Sampson stake, uh, Curtis Sampson Oaks for the three-year-old fillies won by Sarana, Sar- Saranya, Saranya with Florent Garot, the favorite, paid 340 Then you had the Dark Star Turf Sprint on the turf at five furlongs. Jazzy Times wins that, paying twenty two twenty. Uh, the MTA Stallion Auction Stakes, this is for the uh, Minnesota Breds. Star of the North won easily for Mr. Eichelberry, uh, Eichelberry and uh, paid $3 even. The Lady Canterbury, one of the top races on the uh, card last night, won by Evil Lynn, Ricardo Santana aboard, outrunning Princess Causeway and uh, Urban Fairy Tale. 360 on the win there. The uh, Mystic Lake Mile won by Hieronymus. Florent Garot aboard at $9 even, outrunning Cinco Star and uh, Tut's Revenge, uh, trained by uh, Brad Cox. And the winner of the main event, the $150,000 Mystic Lake Derby at a mile on the turf, was King of Miami with uh, Mr. Loveberry aboard there. 32.60 for the win there, outrunning the favorite TD Dancer, or TD Dance, I should say, uh, finishing second, and Modern Science was third. So that's kind of how it went last night at Canterbury. But boy, did it start out with fireworks. First race winner paid 53.60, and the second race winner paid 63.60. And one was wondering if that was going to be a march of long shots all night long, but it wasn't. So good night of racing there at Canterbury Park on their big night of racing there. All right. As we look uh, uh, coming up this weekend, uh, you got uh, some uh, n- a couple of nice stakes races uh, coming up uh, at uh, Arlington Park, a couple of hundred thousand dollars, the Henshin Cup and the Chicago Stakes. The Mother Goose is going to be run at Belmont Park. That's for a quarter million dollars, a grade two, for um, a mile and 16th in that one. The Florida Lee uh, will head- highlight seven stakes races on the closing day weekend at Churchill Downs. Uh, multiple grade one winner, Latruska, is going to take on five challengers in that one. You got a whole bunch of debut winners coming back in an eleven horse field in the Bassford Manor for two year olds. Uh you got Helium uh is gonna go to the grass in the for the war chant uh, off of the Kentucky Derby uh run there. Maxfield is gonna face eight other rivals in the Stephen Foster, the main event in that one. And of course in the debut time for the two year old Phillies, uh, you got uh, ten going in that one. Uh looking ahead to uh, maybe uh, chalking that horse winner up uh, for maybe next year for the Kentucky Oaks, even, you know. Uh, the Wise Dan will have 10 with a set piece and some like it, uh, uh, some like it hot brown squaring off on that one. So you got a, a lot of good stakes racing coming up at uh, Churchill Downs as well. And, of course, uh, here uh, closer to home where we can play the races here, of course, of course, the uh, Belmont Parks Mother Goose and the Wild Applause on Saturday. Los Alamitos is going to kick in with the Petrando Stakes. They're going to open up uh, tomorrow. We have uh, Bob Mazursky going to be with us to preview Los Alamitos over the weekend. 
And even the Ohio Derby at Thistle Downs. Half million dollar Ohio Derby runs this grade three. So we got a lot of good stuff happening this weekend. And of course, up at Woodbine, just a whole bunch of horses doing a whole bunch of stuff and great racing up there. So we'll be set and ready to go. Today here in Las Vegas, we have uh, a special day in Las Vegas, Nevada. Long, 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 long time since we had a big, huge mega resort built. But today, after maybe 10 years of development, etc., the massive, gigantic, high-tech Resorts World Complex will open today. The Resorts World Hotel Casino will operate today. So big is this complex, where the old Stardust used to be on the Strip, that the Hilton Hotels has three different Hilton Hotel brands in this hotel. They got something like 47, 48 restaurants. It's massive shopping, etc. Resorts World opens today at the strike of midnight. Okay. So we're kind of excited here in town about that. Anyhow, we got to get to our first break because why? Oh, wait a minute. I got one, I got one, one news item I got to talk about. Seems like uh, along with all of the other stuff going on with Bob Baffert and the positives uh, for Medina Spirit, et cetera, et cetera, you know how this thing ripples and goes. Well, now there's a, uh, a class action suit by betters that's getting involved with this because Medina Spirit, of course, the betters got paid off on Medina Spirit on Derby Day, but the people holding all these tickets on the second-place finisher, Mondaloon, is uh, sitting there with a souvenir ticket. So now you got the betters involved as well in the lawsuit there. <laughs> Just wanted to mention that. All right. Let's get started. We got, uh, as I say, Tommy Mass is standing by from Woodbine. We got Bob Mazursky standing by from Los Alamitos. And then, of course, we'll have Rich Hang, John Lindo, and Jerry J's picks. We got your racing menu, so we got a whole lot to do. So let's get started on this almost Friday, Thursday show from the gaming capital and the Resorts World opening of the day. We'll be right back. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Horse players, the Southern California Daytime Thoroughbred Racing Circuit is back at Los Alamitos Racecourse for our exciting summer meet. Opening day is Friday, June 25th, and will run through Monday, July 5th. First post is 1 p.m. Pacific, and as always, exciting racing action is ahead. Our opening weekend features the Bertrando Stakes on Saturday, June 26th, followed by a great 4th of July weekend of racing. On Saturday, July 3rd, the Los Alamitos Derby heads the marquee. 
Past winners of this race include Eclipse Award winners, Accelerate, Shared Belief, Game Winner, and more. On Sunday, July 4th, Los Alamitos will host a live money handicapping contest with two berths to the 2022 NHC up for grabs. And on closing day, Monday, July 5th, the racing action will be headed by the Great Lady M Stakes. Horse players, remember that Los Alamitos features a traditional $2 pick six with a 70-30 split. This summer, exciting daytime thoroughbred racing is back at Los Alamitos Racecourse. For more, visit LosAlamitos.com. from drf.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the race day las vegas show all right back on race day las vegas like i said a lot of action going on here in town with the opening of the mega resorts world complex today and they say it's going to be the world's most technologically advanced resort with it will feature a cash-free casino management system what happened to the casino chips People used to collect those things. And a video wall that can be seen for miles. The, the entire side of the building, this is not just a marquee out front. The entire side of the building is a sign. It, it, it's amazing. I, I drove by there um, oh, about four months ago uh, going out to dinner downtown with a, fa- a family member. I'm driving along in frame. I said, what the heck is that? And they were, you know, they were testing it out at the time. Unbelievable. Okay, anyhow, time to get started with the menu of racetracks available today. And the Racebook simulcast and its racetracks around the country. First post times are Pacific. So if you're in the Pacific time zone listening to us right here, where we emanate and originate all the Race Day Las Vegas radio programs from the studios and over the airways, Sports Talk 1400 AM. These will be the first post times rolling out in our books today. If you're listening on the Internet, at our websites, if you're listening on your devices with your phone app, if you're listening on your podcast at your podcast location, whatever you do there, however you get them, however, wherever, whenever you get them. If you're not in the Pacific time zone, adjust to the Pacific time zone. I don't want you to miss anything like I miss mom and dad. You know that. And so first post times are Pacific. Okay. And as I say several times, and I know some people get tired of hearing it but we can't play churchill downs here so you know we don't have them on our menu today but we know there's a big uh big uh, closing weekend coming up at churchill can't play it today here in vegas therefore won't be on our menu because these are the tracks these are the racetracks that are available in our race books today we are after all race day las vegas you see all right first post times pacific and so if you are ready we will start the menu of racetracks available today in our race books here in your silver state. Are you ready? Good enough. All right, we begin with uh, Delaware Park. That's the first one up today, Delaware Park. Uh, They have eight races today at Delaware and a first post time of 10.15. Woodbine, where Tommy is standing by. They got eight races today at Woodbine. First post time is 10.20 at Woodbine. 10.20 at Woodbine today. And uh, let's see, I see no carryovers today, so uh, Tommy will tell us if, in fact, there are, because sometimes where I get the carryovers are not as much up-to-date as our correspondents. So we got Woodbine, eight races, first post time, 10.20. Belmont Park is next. First post time is a twilight post time there, just uh, five minutes after the noon here. It's 12.05 p.m. first post at Belmont Pacific Time. Nine races today at Belmont Park. Nine races. First post time, 12.05. Weather should be good there. 
Canterbury Park, nine races after their big night last night. Hey, Canterbury Park has nine races today. Their first post time is 3.10. Then you have Evangeline Downs. They've got a first post time of 3.50 today. 3.50 for eight races at Evangeline. Followed by Charlestown. Charlestown, they've got uh, eight races. First post time, 4 p.m. And then up at Emerald Downs in the Great Northwest, they kick. By the way, Charlestown's pick six jackpot. Should mention that, right? $62,353 at uh, Charlestown tonight. Now we get to Emerald Downs, the final on our menu for today. And Emerald Downs has a first post time of 6 p.m. for their eight race card at Emerald. And that's the menu of racetracks available today here in Las Vegas in our race books. So there you have it. There it is. And then across the country, too. You know, the only thing we don't have is uh, Churchill Downs. But enough said about that. I'm going to go to uh, Tommy Massasen and stand by in uh, Canada. Tommy, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. Uh, uh, some, uh, I could call it the late-breaking news. Yeah. Jim Lawson just tweeted, as of Thursday, we'll, we will be allowed uh, 25% capacity at Woodbine and at the Woodbine Standard Bread Mohawk. Oh, fantastic. So, in other words, 25% of the allowed capacity of the Woodbine racetrack 20%, 25% of that allowed attendance will now be allowed to come in, uh, you know, uh, for COVID purposes, right? Yeah, and, and you know, I, I've seen the place with 30,000 people in there, so 25% is a lot, so. <laughs> hey, it'll be just nice yeah, to have. He just tweeted this. He tweeted this 18 minutes ago, and they're working out the logistics and all that, but it's great news. I can't wait. I think that they'll probably do what other racetracks have done, probably ask people to either uh, buy admission tickets ahead of time or reserve them, don't you think? Yeah, no, we don't charge at Woodbine at all. So, oh, okay. Yeah, well, I, I think it'll be just uh, reservation. the protocol will be, you know, where where do you want to sit? Yeah. And, you know, piece it off by that and... No, it's great. Great news. Yeah, no, it is. It's fantastic news. Uh, that's for sure. Now, when I mentioned the lawsuit of the horse players, that didn't happen just today. It's it, It's been, a, uh, it, I guess, a couple of weeks ago, maybe a couple of days ago. I don't know exactly when they filed that lawsuit. But <laughs> you had a friend that said yeah. Fred, uh, he's part of this class. What did he say? No, so my, this has been going on from like a week or two after the derby. These right. guys, I know the, the gentleman who started this lawsuit. So a friend of mine said, I bet soup and sandwich. I should sue. I go, why should you sue? <laughs> he goes, well, if, if Baffert's horse didn't go to the front with them, I would have had an easy lead and won. Where's my money? <laughs> <laughs> oh, did we open up a Pandora's box for horse players there? That's for sure. All right. Well, I, li- I like that. I, I really love that horse players are taking this initiative. I don't think they're going to get paid, mm. you know, but... But I, I like that, you know, guys are speaking oh, up yeah. and they care. A lot, a lot of fun, that's for sure. All right, let's uh, look back quickly at Sunday because we got to move along on the show today. But uh, the Cartier was won by Super Stonehenge, who went right to the lead and cranked along, ran the six furlong stakes in 1 minute 8.89. And Pink Lloyd had a little bit of trouble in the race and uh, actually got nicked up in the race as 6-5. to five. Now, he was the four to five morning line favorite, and the betters must have had something up because he went off at six to five, and the winner only paid five dollars. So they kind of thought something was up with this. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is, but you know, you know, with the late odds changes and that, and there's been prices that have been ridiculously low and ridiculously high. I, I can't figure it out. You know, 
it's just mind blown, you know. And I think it has a lot to do with some of the, you know, batch the betting. big teams betting. But, ba- batch betting, you know, man. It's just, the batch yeah. betting with the computers, that's the deal. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, sometimes you win with it, sometimes you lose with it. Yeah. Who knows? I, I, try to, I try to keep that clutter out of my mind. It'll drive you crazy. All right, Tommy, anything we should know about racing as, par, as far as um, trends, uh, biases, or whatever, before we get your pick today at Woodbine? you got eight races today. Any carryovers, by the way? No, they hit them uh, both on uh, Sunday, oh. uh, 30K in the pick six and 150K plus oh, in the high five. Oh, yeah. Man, what a Father's Day they had, huh? All right. I hope it was just one father, not a bunch of them. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anything we should know about Woodbine as you see uh, early uh, in the early going? No, it, it's, uh, you know, it's put it this way. Uh, at the start of the meet, you got to look before you leap. Still waters run deep to steal a couple lines from Lynn Anderson. <laughs> all right. Time for a pick. Okay. First of all, Great news also, Rafi Hernandez, leading rider, will be back July 1st from his injury. Oh, good, good. Yeah, that's nice because that, that, that the spill he took first weekend, uh, first couple of days, would looked uh, pretty nasty. It was in the last race. I, I need more time off than him, and I just watched it. That's all <laughs> bad. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, so having uh, said uh, that, you know, Lynn Anderson thing there, so I, I'm going to stick with long shots until we get some more form before I can really consciously – give everyone a low price source. So I'm going race four, number eight, misguided passion. All right. The eight horse in the fourth race, again, another 20 to one shot. And like Tommy says, until he could figure out, he's going to fly for the fences and see if we can connect. So in the fourth race today, number eight, misguided passion. I hope it's the passion is guided in the right way, like right to the winner's circle in the fourth race, the eight at 20 to one, Tom, Tom's pick, Tom Mass's pick for the race day. Probably be closer to fifty to one, but you know that, that's the type of horses I like to take stabs on early in in the year. All right, we'll try it. The eight horse in the fourth race today at Woodbine. If we get that uh, horse across the finish line, you're going to be the hero on Friday. Thank you, Ralph. A pleasure being on your show as always. All right, you got it, my man. Thanks a lot for the late breaking news too. No problem. Bye. All right. You got it. Now we're going to go to Southern California. Bob Mazursky is about ready to crank up Los Alamitos. A fun meet, that's for sure. Now, Bob, you heard uh, they're loosening up the uh, the ties there in uh, north of the border, Canada, with some uh, fans in the stands. But I guess Southern California's back to almost uh, uh, business as usual. Yes. Hi, Ralph. Yeah, we are. Uh, Los Al will be just uh, business as usual, as you said. Uh, you know, fans can go up walk up and buy their tickets or they can go online and get them at losalamitos.com so yeah it's back to uh the Burgard's bar is open and the vessels club uh oh fantastic we'll be ready to go when we kick off tomorrow uh, friday and anybody out there that didn't get your vaccine just get it as a matter of a courtesy and everything will be fine so we don't get any spikes going on that's for sure all right we got the uh, bertrando coming up on uh, saturday right that is correct. That's the first stakes of the meeting. We have a, a field of five, but we have a couple of really nice, three nice cowbreds in there. Brando, the bartender, the veteran. Oh, yeah. He's been very sharp this year for Craig DeLossi. He was third in this race last year. We have Desmond Doss, who comes off a win for Steve Miotti. Very impressive. And then Scary Fast Smile, who's an interesting prospect stretching out for the first time. He won his last two sprints at San Anita by a combined 15 and a half length. So mm-hmm. 
he's going to be the one to catch in the race. So I think the race boils down to one of those three. So we're looking forward to that on Saturday before we have other two stakes next weekend, the Low South Derby and the Great Lady M stakes. So you got Scary Fast going to the lead, and you got Brando trying to pick up the pieces. And that's a long, long stretch there at Los Alamitos. That ought to be a fun race to watch. No, absolutely. It's the fourth race on the card on Saturday. If you know, field size has been fairly decent the first two days. We average about seven and a half for the first two days. So given the you know the issues that San Anita had with field size at some point, and then the fact that there were 33 races run in Southern California last weekend, it was we were a little bit afraid about how field size would be affected. But so far through the first two days, it's not been too bad. Yeah, and uh, things are starting to loosen up a little, that's for sure. Uh, uh, jockeys and trainers, uh, any new additions to the uh, colonies? Well, Trevor McCarthy, who's just a recent arrival from the East Coast, has got a few mounts on the first couple of days, so he's going to give it a shot here. Then we have the usual, uh, Umberto Rispoli is going to ride. Uh, he's named on horses both Friday and Saturday, oh. same with Tyler Bays, oh. Edwin Maldonado, and Tiago Pereira, who both ride this course very, very well. So those, and then of course the female apprentices Jessica Pfeiffer and uh, Emily Ellingwood are also very involved. And Jessica had really a good meet here last uh, winter. She did. Uh, she was right there in this riders race. We yeah. have Juan Hernandez. Yeah. So all these guys will be riding at certain points, and maybe we'll see Pratt for the stakes the closing weekend. And of course, uh, a sneaky guy you got to watch because he's really riding very well right now in the uh, amount of mounts he gets and and the type of horses he gets. He's outperforming them, and that's Jose Valdivia. Yeah, he's named on the stakes on uh, Saturday. He's riding a long shot in the race. Tom surprised, but you're right. Jose gets uh, his share of winners, and you're usually at a price. Betting menu. We got a change uh, from uh, Santa Anita. Yeah, we're one of the few tracks left in in the world. In, I'm mean, in the United States. It has the traditional two dollar pick six, the one we all grew up with. Yeah. As old people did, <laughs> you know the seventy thirty split with the carryover. And we also have like the nighttime, the one dollar pick fours instead of the fifty cent pick fours. And mm-hmm. they've been pretty popular since we instituted the change a few years back. We have one dollar pick fours on races two through five. Mm-hmm. And then the last four races of the day, so that would be five through eight on weekdays and, or six through nine on the weekend. And you do have a traditional uh, pick five stuck in there too, right? Yes, we do. The uh, early pick five is, you know, the players pick five with the low takeout. Mm-hmm. It's races one through five every day. Yeah, that's good stuff. That's for sure. Well, Bob, uh, we know we're going to have a lot of fun because Los Alamitos has uh, been the showcase of some very, very um, uh, influential horses in horse racing, and they get their careers either started or comebacks there at Los Al. So uh, we're kind of uh, watching uh, watching the entries to see if uh, some of those things happen. Bob Baffert, of course, uh, has a stable there, and he's okay with uh, running horses there, right? Absolutely. You know, Bob is uh, right now, him and Hector Palmer are tied for the most wins ever during the daytime meets. They both have 96 wins. Uh-huh. You know, we're, we also count the uh, Orange County Fair meets we hear back in the old days between oh, yeah. 77 and 91. And yeah. Hector Palma did very well during those times, and he's still going strong in his 80s. And then Baffert, of course, has been a very big proponent of Los Al. He's run a lot of horses here, won a lot of stakes here. So we're looking forward to having him uh, compete, and uh, especially when we get to the Los Al Derby next week. And, Bob, he has, a lot of, he has an extensive stable there, right? He does a lot. He has a, the two-year-olds that come in usually uh, wind up uh, uh, coming in and starting at the Los Al, right? 
No, absolutely. As you said, he's had a lot of his good horses start here. You know, Medina Spirit broke his maiden here during the the winter meet last December. Then Arrogate got his career started here. That's right. And there's been a few others, a good horse named Cupid several years back. So, yeah, he's had a lot of good ones start here, and he loves the main track here. He's often said that he thinks that uh, Los Al has the best dirt surface of any of the Southern California tracks. All right, Bob, we will uh, check in. You'll check in with us uh, tomorrow as you begin the meet there, and you can uh, tell all these uh, gamblers and players out here, uh, you know, uh, the uh, the nuances of the uh, configuration of the racetrack and certainly any biases that might creep up as well. Can't wait to get started tomorrow at Los Al. Hey, thanks a lot, Bob. All right, Ralph, thank you. I look forward to speaking to you tomorrow morning. You got it, my man. All right, take care. Bob Mazursky coming to us from uh, Los Alamitos. And, yes, there will be fans in the stands. Let's stay vigilant out there. That's all we got to do. That's all we got to do. Stay vigilant out there. We'll be okay. All right? We'll be right back. We got uh, Mr. John Lindo, Rich Ang yet to go, and Jerry J's picks. So don't go away. We got to get some horses for today. Horse players, the Southern California Daytime Thoroughbred Racing Circuit is back at Los Alamitos Racecourse for our exciting summer meet. Opening day is Friday, June 25th, and will run through Monday, July 5th. First post is 1 p.m. Pacific, and as always, exciting racing action is ahead. Our opening weekend features the Bertrando Stakes on Saturday, June 26th, followed by a great 4th of July weekend of racing. On Saturday, July 3rd, the Los Alamitos Derby heads the marquee. Past winners of this race include Eclipse Award winners, Accelerate, Shared Belief, Game Winner, and more. On Sunday, July 4th, Los Alamitos will host a live money handicapping contest with two berths to the 2022 NHC Up for Grabs. And on closing day, Monday, July 5th, the racing action will be headed by the Great Lady M Stakes. Horse players, remember that Los Alamitos features a traditional $2 pick six with a 70-30 split. This summer, exciting daytime thoroughbred racing is back at Los Alamitos Racecourse. For more, visit LosAlamitos.com. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Back on the Race Day Las Vegas show, got to remind you that uh, Rich Ang has his simulcast sheet available on the uh, website today featuring uh, simulcast races. Uh, uh, he's got a couple at uh, even um, uh, Churchill Downs. So a simulcast sheet is available right now. Let's see if this is Richie. Is this Mr. Ang? Hey, good morning, Ravi. So you got, uh, I saw a couple of races at uh, Churchill Downs, and um, the others were on tracks that we could bet here. I think uh, Belmont Park had a few, right? Yeah, I had Belmont, uh, Delaware Park, Canterbury. So, uh, yeah, the, you know, I've got seven. Uh, I tried to isolate seven horses. I know last week I had seven 
to start with, and then there was one horse scratched yeah, at uh, yeah. Belmont Park. Mm-hmm. But uh, out of the six remaining, Ralph, I had uh, three winners yes, and two seconds. Mm-hmm. So it was a pretty strong sheet last week. I'd, I'd love to duplicate that kind of that kind of strike rate. All right. Well, let me see. As I'm counting here, you got one at Belmont today. You got one at Del- Delaware Park, and uh, mm-hmm. oh, oh, you're uh, you're taking on Canterbury today with three nice plays. It was kind of fun watching the races last night, and Paul Allen, a very unique race caller, that's for sure. Yeah, I, I watched some of those races too, and uh, they had a lot of stakes races, and you know, some for Minnesota breads, and uh, you know, they, they've taken a, a business posture, which actually I. I written about multiple times in the Las Vegas Review Journal, you know, in the past when I was uh, the turf editor there. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, um, you know, some of these uh, middle-tier tracks, uh, you know, trying to run on Saturday and Sunday against the, the uh, New York Racing Association in Southern California and Churchill and stuff like that, their signals were getting absolutely, you know, just overwhelmed and getting very little of the simulcast market. But if, on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, even Thursday – the simulcast market is rife for these middle-tier tracks to uh, get a much higher percentage of the betting, and Canterbury's taking that tact, and uh, hopefully, knock on wood, hopefully they're doing well. Yeah, I, I uh, you know, I, if more racetracks, the, the second-tier racetracks would do that, then we'd have days like Monday, Tuesday, and even Wednesdays now where it's filled up and, and horse players can really get into uh, playing the races like they do at the major tracks when they, when they uh, run over the weekends, and at the same time, um, you know, not compete with them on the weekends, but grab the the money from the uh, players when they want action. Because players want action every day if they can get it, uh, you know, quality uh, type of uh, action. And I think uh, that would be a perfect balance in uh, this new age of simulcasting and all that with the racetracks, and I think they do well. And I think I know that uh, Minnesota uh, at uh, Canterbury Park was doing well. As a matter of fact, last night they said it was the biggest handle they've had at the track at Canterbury Park last night. So that was that was good. Oh, fabulous. Yeah. That's that's good news, Ralph. That's very good news. Yeah. Well, uh, we know that we got a transition going from Santa Anita, but you'll be doing a Los Alamitos sheet when it kicks in uh, tomorrow. And you have your simulcast mm-hmm. sheets like on, on uh, Thursdays like you do now. And then, of course, uh, you know, we'll move from Los Alamitos to uh, Del Mar. And, of course, then we go from Belmont to Saratoga. And that's the fun time of the year. When you got Saratoga <laughs> and Del Mar, Del Mar's got a later post time. Saratoga, you can play the races at Saratoga. You got a few overlaps in the middle of the day, and then you wind up with the Del Mar at the end, and good opportunities to make money. That's for sure. And uh, believe it or not, Los Alamitos uh, is a good handicapping track as well. I like Los Alamitos. I like it. I like the handicapping. I like to bet it. And uh, I know the, the meet's only two weeks uh, long this uh, summer, but uh, I'll have a sheet every single day that they race. And uh, just an early pronouncement, Ralph, uh, there is one dark week between the end of Los Alamitos and the beginning of Del Mar. Del Mar opens on Friday, July 16th. That's so, right. Uh, during, during that dark week, I will be doing a simulcast sheet uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So I will have product. Uh, even though Southern California will be uh, at rest for uh, about seven days. That's right. Next month, there's going to be, and this is almost unprecedented in Southern California, an 11-day gap in the schedule between the end of Los Alamitos, this little summer meet that runs through uh, Friday, uh, starts uh, from Friday and runs through July 5th, which is the day, by the way, 
that uh, the country will celebrate July 4th because the 4th of July uh, lands on a Sunday. The Monday will be the holiday. There'll be a lot of racetracks running on Monday. We're going to try to get uh, clearance to do a Monday, July 5th show on account of that because of the holiday. But after that, Southern California is going to have to wait until July 16th for Del Mar's summer season to open. And I think that's going to boost the sizes both at Los Alamitos before it ends and certainly the size of the field's when uh, Del Mar opens on the uh, 16th of July, that's for sure. It might uh, it might be a good blessing in disguise, uh, in disguise for Southern California racing. Yeah, and you and I, Ralph, uh, the two of us were two old geezers. You'll remember when there used to be timeout between meets, uh, oh, yeah. not only in, uh, in in California, but back in New York, they they used to close up around. Thanksgiving, or maybe even a little earlier, yep. and uh, there would be no winter racing in, at, at uh, Aqueduct, and the horses would all go down to Coldstream Park or Hialeah. But we remember when they were oh, yeah. uh, lapses; they were they were timeouts in the in the racing schedule. Yeah, there was about uh, anywhere from three weeks to a month between Santa Anita and the opening of Hollywood Park. A little brief uh, respite between Hollywood and Del Mar, and then they came in the Pomona Fair. And when the Pomona Fair was over in Southern California, and I remember way back then. Racing, there was no racing in Southern California thoroughbreds until the day after Christmas at Santa Anita. And most of that stock was either turned out for uh, a little R&R. The horses had been running mm-hmm. all season. And that's when they kind of started bringing in the, the younger horses to, to get broken in. And uh, the other race-wise horses used to go up to Bay Meadows. And the Bay Meadows meet used to be a big meet up there. This was before, folks, simulcasting where you can play it on your phone and watch it on TV. Now it's all changed, of course, and uh, then we had the Oak Tree meeting created in October, and now we got, you know, this 11 days is like unprecedented now, you know? Yeah, but it's really good to see, especially now with, uh, you know, we're seeing smaller fields and lesser stock to, to spread around among the racetracks. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's uh, it'd be like that movie Back to the Future because, uh, you know, the, the industry may be forced to actually do that, and it might be actually be beneficial in the long run, to conserve the uh, the horse qu- the horse stock and the horse quantity, and it, it might be beneficial for the uh, players to restock the bankroll. <laughs> I, <do. laughs> I hear you. All hear right, you. let's get started. Let's see if we can get some of the bankroll going right now. Well, last Thursday I gave out two horses. I had a nice winner, paid ten dollars and yes, changed. Yes, yes. Horse ran second. Yes, you did. And uh, I, I'm going to give out two uh, plays uh, that. To, to make up uh, for for this week too for the uh, some of the correspondents who aren't with us on the show, uh, let's go to Belmont Park for the mm-hmm. first of my plays. Ralph, it's uh, the only horse I have listed. Belmont. We okay. go to race eight. Mm-hmm. It's six, six furlongs on the grass. This is a turf only selection. But uh, let's go to the rail horse number one. Madeline Must uh, five to one in the morning line. Christophe Clement trainer Joel Rosario. They team up for an awful lot of victories. Mm-hmm. This horse kind of had a tough trip last time in a Grade Three stakes. Gets a little bit of uh, class relief running in this uh, hundred thousand dollar optional claimer. But this horse had uh, a less than ideal trip. And also, if you take a look at the daily racing form, uh, had to run without Lasix because it was a graded stakes. Yep. Now gets Lasix back. So I really think it's a good spot for this horse to to, to run back to uh, the kind of speed figures that uh, uh, she can. So let's go twenty five win place. Two for the ROI. Number one, Madeline Must, Race 8, Belmont. Eighth race at Belmont Park. Number one, Madeline Must, 25 win place, $50 stipend. We'll give him the $2 ROI, two to win on the one in the eighth at Belmont. And uh, Christopher Clement, who started off with a terrible zero for, I don't know, streak, has sure picked it up since then. 
the guys uh, starting to win races again, and maybe this is one of the ones that's created the zero and uh, can come back and get the, the victory for him with Joel Rosario aboard. Eighth race, the one at Belmont. ROI? Uh, my ROI is $1.09. All right, you got so, it there, uh, my man. Did, now, you said, the fir- you said the first play. You give me another one? I'm going to give you a, a second bonus play. All right. Yeah, absolutely. Let's, okay. let's go after it. Uh, let's go to Canterbury Park, one of my three picks at Canterbury. Let's go to race number seven, Ralph. It's six furlongs on the main track. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's go again with the number one horse, Fair Challenge, in the same morning line, five to one. Mm-hmm. We got the top trainer, Robertino Diodaro, and uh, one of the top jockeys there, Lindy uh, Wade, riding. Mm-hmm. But if you take a look at this horse in the racing form, this horse is actually taking a subtle but important class drop today. The horse had run for optional claimer. 10,000 the last two times out. Drops down to optional claimer 7,000, which uh, doesn't seem like a lot, but it is a big uh, big class relief mm-hmm. and also gets blinkers on. So I think this horse is going to wake up and run a big race today. So let's go 25 win place, two for the ROI, number one, fair challenge in race seven at Canterbury. Seventh race, Canterbury, the one, fair challenge. 25 win place, $2 uh, ROI will be on the one, fair challenge in the seventh race at Canterbury Park. Get the Simo sheet. Today, the RacedayLasVegas.com website. Hey, thanks a lot, Rich, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Hey, thanks, Rob. Good luck, everybody. We're coming back with Jerry J's pick for you at Belmont Park, and John Lindo has a Lindo uh, sheet today for Belmont as well. Don't go away. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Horse Players, the Southern California Daytime Thoroughbred Racing Circuit is back at Los Alamitos Racecourse for our exciting summer meet. Opening day is Friday, June 25th, and will run through Monday, July 5th. First post is 1 p.m. Pacific, and as always, exciting racing action is ahead. Our opening weekend features the Bertrando Stakes on Saturday, June 26th, followed by a great 4th of July weekend of racing. On Saturday, July 3rd, the Los Alamitos Derby heads the marquee. Past winners of this race include Eclipse Award winners, Accelerate, Shared Belief, Game Winner, and more. On Sunday, July 4th, Los Alamitos will host a live money handicapping contest with two berths to the 2022 NHC up for grabs. And on closing day, Monday, July 5th, the racing action will be headed by the great lady M Stakes. Horse players, remember that Los Alamitos features a traditional $2 pick six with a 70-30 split. This summer, exciting daytime thoroughbred racing is back at Los Alamitos Racecourse. For more, visit LosAlamitos.com. The Race Day Las Vegas Show. 
the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All righty, back on Race Day Las Vegas. Jerry J still on vacation. By now, he must have a sunburn going on. In any case, uh, his uh, power pages for Belmont Park today, like they have been uninterrupted, even though he's on vacation, the Belmont Park power pages are available right now at Station Casinos Racebooks. And Jerry did send me a play for you, and here it is. In the third race today at Belmont, he likes number two, Ever Resting. The two, Ever Resting, at three to one, is the play from Jerry J. And the link-ups, as I see them as the next rated horses on his sheet, are numbers four, five, and eight. So you have the two as the key, the link-ups four, five, and eight, and reverse, $2 ROI, two to win on the two and the third. And just a quick note, he has a very interesting play in the same race with Rich Ang. Rich likes the one Madeline uh, uh, Madeline Must in the eighth race at Belmont, and Jerry has a 12-to-1 shot that's a star horse in that race, the eight horse, unique factor. So you might want to link those two up and see if you can maybe make a pseudo Sirocco play there. All right, the Power Pages, Station Casinos for uh, Belmont Park today. Now we go to uh, John Lendo standing by, and his Lindo report today for Belmont is at the South Point free of charge. Uh, you can go right there at the South Point and get his Belmont sheet today. John, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How you doing? Doing fine, my man. Now, um, you got the Linda Report this week, and how are you going to shake out for the rest of the week for the Linda Report uh, that they can get at the South Point? Well, we've got Belmont today. Both Alabitos will be both out Friday, Saturday, Wow. Also on Saturday, both parts have a February tail in there. Yeah, you know, can you get someplace? Can you going in and out? And every, we're hearing every other word, John. Uh, can you get in a, maybe a spot a little bit? So give me. A, I'm on the road. So let me. Let uh, okay, me no, 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 that, that's okay. Stay right there. Go ahead. Now, the Linda report uh, today is at Belmont and for Los Alamitos when it starts for the rest of the weekend. Then, right? Right. Los Alamitos Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And like I said, we'll do the Gulfstream Park Rainbow Six races Saturday with the mandatory payout as well. Gulfstream Park has a mandatory pick six payout on Saturday, and you will be doing those six races as well on the Linda Report Saturday in addition to Los Alamitos, correct? That is correct. All right. Now, uh, Richie was talking about the 11-day break between the end of Los Al and the beginning of Del Mar. I got to I gotta think that's good news to for bulk up the fields at the end of Los Al and the beginning of Del Mar. Well, that's the purpose. They want to give a little break, make sure that uh, the horses are fresh and, and uh, field sizes going into Del Mar should be good. And the first two weeks of Del Mar are three eight weeks only, and then the last uh, last five weeks will be uh, Thursday through Sunday, so four day weeks after that. All right. Again, you you cut out a little bit uh, there. The first how many weeks? The first two weeks will be three day weeks. Okay. And first two weeks, plan. three days. Right. Okay. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, now, uh, let's see if we can get through the uh, jockey and trainer standings at Belmont. Okay. Uh, at uh, Belmont, going into this week, Jose Ortiz leading jockey, 46 wins. Arad Ortiz's brother and Manny Franco are tied for second with 43. As far as the trainers go, Chad Brown has 28 wins. Christophe Clement in second with 20. And Robert Cross remains third with 17 wins. Now, remember, uh, Christophe, uh, Christophe Clement uh, was had a, a terrible 0 for, I don't know how much streak, but, boy, he's, he snapped that streak, huh? He's already in second place with 20. Yeah, he was, he went through an 0 for 23 streak right in the middle of the meet, but he came, came up with a couple of winners last meet, week, and uh, I think he's back on track. 
Now, you talk about uh, the Ortiz brothers, one, two, in the standings. If you put their victories together, the Ortiz brothers have already had 89 wins at the Belmont Meek. And on Sunday, they accounted for the entire early pick four and early pick five. Jose won the first. I read won the second. Jose won the third. Jose won the fourth. I read won the fifth. And if you just play the Ortiz brothers in the uh, pick five and pick four at Belmont on Sunday, the pick four paid a uh, hundred bucks, and the pick five paid nine hundred and twenty dollars for the Ortiz brothers. That's not bad. I thought you were going to tell me the pick five paid one hundred and fifty dollars or something. Nine hundred and twenty like bucks, and all you had to do is go two by two by two by two. <laughs> it's amazing. All right, give me the bad news with the favorites. Favorites are winning at a 38% rate for the meet so far. And this is, of course, at Belmont Park. Well, yes, when you is. get the Ortiz, bro. But still, you get 920 bucks. How do you get that? Yeah, well, anyhow. In any case, and by the way, the uh, the last winner on Sunday at Belmont that I read won and paid 1060 that that uh, got to the payoff of $920 was a pick on uh, a Richie's simulcast pick on his sheet on Sunday. So... Good stuff. All right, John, uh, We uh, let's see if we can get a couple of winners at Belmont today. All right. Uh, in order of preference, let's go to the ninth and final today. In the ninth race, number six, Jay on a mission, gets back on turf, was rained off the grass last time. First race on the turf at Gulfstream Park, finished really well and galloped out well. I like stretching out the seven furlongs. I like to drop in for a claiming tag. And I like getting back on the grass. Six to one on the program. Number nine, Shay on a mission. Race number nine at Belmont. And uh, for a bonus play, how about race number five today at Belmont? Number 10, Maddie's Express. Had a sprint prep off the layoff last time. This horse is better going around two turns. Stretches out to a mile and eight today. And there's no speed in this race. I think Maddie's Express will set the pace. And at eight to one on the morning line, let's hope uh, he can take this field all the way. So number 10. Maddie's Express, race number five at Belmont Park. All right, fifth race at Belmont. That ends the early pick uh, four and the pick five. And in the tenth race, the ten, Maddie's Express is an, a, a bonus play for us, eight to one on the morning line. Fifth race at Belmont, the ten. That's a $2 ROI there. And again, back in the ninth race, you like number six, Shays on a mission. The six in the ninth race, another $2 ROI bet there, two to win on the sixth in the ninth at Belmont. That's for sure. So I'm going to mix you guys up, you and, and, and Richie and uh, Jerry, and have some fun today at Belmont Park, that's for sure. John, uh, real quick, uh, you know, got to ask you about uh, the, the upcoming Los Al meet and uh, the prospects there. Well, uh, there were 60 horses entered for our opening day Friday, and uh, the, the, the field sizes were a little bit light on Saturday, but you know what? Uh, it's, it's a meet that the horsemen need to support uh, based on what everything everything that Doc Allred's done for the, the horse player, yeah. the horse owners, the, the trainers. Every time we need him to step up for the industry, he does it. So uh, I will be playing regularly at Los Alamitos at the very least to support a guy who supported us. Well, and you don't have to reach out and be too philanthropic about it either because that's good racing there, and you can make some really neat uh, neat money at uh, Los El, believe it or not, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With the dollar pick fours, you get the inflated payoffs, and there are some guys that don't play, so sometimes you find some better value. And, you know, if you can beat some favorites, those prices go up right away in the rolling bets. Yeah, no question about that. That's for sure. We're going to have a lot of fun. And your Lindo report will be covering Los Alamitos. And, of course, again, Gulfstream Park's going to have another one of their mandatory payoffs in their uh, pick six 
on Saturday, and you will be doing at least those six races on Saturday as well, right? That is correct, yes. And the pick six jackpot going into Gulfstream Park that will resume racing tomorrow, the pick six jackpot will stand at $432,027. If they don't hit it tomorrow, then the jackpot provision is off, and the added money to that jackpot plus all the added money that goes in in the pot on Saturday will be divvied up with the uh, best winning tickets, no jackpot provision on that. Yeah, and the field sizes are good on Saturday, and it looks like some wide-open races. I've just got to start watching the film this morning. All right. Well, John, I know that uh, Southern California looks clear. We got that kind of monsoon type of weather going on here, but we got the Resorts World, (laughs) the big mega resort that is finally opening, $4.3 billion resort, and it's just like the old days, the big mega resorts. Uh, starting to open up again here, and, and it, uh, I got I got to tell you, it's going to be a, a great celebration for uh, for the town getting that big place up and running. That's for sure, the most high tech resort ever. It's amazing. All right, thanks a lot, John. Keep safe on your travel, and since Jerry is not here, well, you know what to do. Have a great race day, everybody.